0: Welcome to Business Breakthroughs, where seasoned business coaches share their most challenging client scenarios. Come dive deep into transformative advice, strategies employed, and the remarkable outcomes achieved. Tune in for riveting stories that not only inspire, but also provide actionable insights for business growth and resilience. Here's your host, Neil Dipentino. hey it's Neil Dipentino here with business breakthroughs thank you for joining the show uh, I've got a great guest with you to, uh, for you today you know this morning I was kind of thinking about how we would position the show and some of the things that we would talk about and my guest today is all about business and balance and finding that balance it seems to be a common theme amongst uh, you know a lot of folks that I talk to today but as I was getting ready for uh, to come to work this morning I just I flipped on my phone and there happened to be this dude on there talking about how to become invisible. Now, it sounds crazy, uh, but it is something that I've been trying to preach to my clients for quite some time now. So today, our guest comes from Houston. He's a business coach uh, with Focal Point Coaching. Uh, He has a whole lot of stuff that he can bring to the table for us, and I hope you'll enjoy our conversation with uh, our coach, uh, Brian uh, Weaver. Brian, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Neil. Glad to be here.
0: Well, fantastic. So um, we were just kind of laughing about this before we got on the show. And uh, I, I, I noticed that you do a lot of videos that you post on LinkedIn and and I've listened to several of them. And this one just kind of caught my ear uh, because this is, again, something that I've been preaching to clients. And I'll tell you a little story about that here in a minute. But before we get into that, uh, give us a little bit of a, back, uh, a story about your background. Tell us what you're all about, and who you are.
1: Yeah, sure. So, you know, now I work with business owners, typically, along with some executives, but mainly business owners to try to really get some balance in their lives. Um, my background coming into all of that was 15 years on the corporate side and, and not living a balanced lifestyle. <laughs> and and that wasn't the most fun for sure. And then about 10 years of that being an officer in the Navy and, and doing that sort of military leadership piece. Um, I, so it's, you know, 25 years of of what I would say is not good balance and good work life balance, and seeing the opportunities where business owners can learn from my mistakes for sure, um, and do things a little bit better. And, and you know, whether it's and that balance isn't just about making their, themselves happier, but it's also increasing the value of their company at the end of the day.
0: Right. You know, I think that there's just, uh, we jump into business. We've got this great idea. We know we're going to make money at it. And we go, we have kind of balls to the wall trying to, to, to make it happen. And uh, I, I think initially we become, we, we start off as you know DIYers. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people like continue down that road for a really long time. So instead of building a business, you're really building a job for yourself. So balance is really difficult in that
1: manner. That, exactly. And, and you hit that what we call the founder's trap, where when you started and and money was tight and you're doing everything, you're doing your own bookkeeping, you're doing your own sales and you're doing everything throughout the entire process. And that becomes hard to let go even in a growth cycle because you remember those lean times and you don't wanna live those lean times again. You feel that if you relinquish some control of those aspects of the company, you know what happens if things turn south again? You're going to have to fire people. People don't like doing that. You're you know you're going to have to eat ramen noodles again for a couple of months. People like don't like doing that. Um, and and try to break owners of that mindset that they have to live in this scarcity mindset all the time. That's one of the biggest challenges that that I have. them.
0: Yeah, I totally get that. Um, you know, I think that's really holds true a lot for, for people who were in business in 07, you know, during the recession, Um, you know, we all, we, we lived it. uh, I I had a lot of friends who lost their businesses. Some lost their homes during that time, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a shame. And so you remember, it's always in the back of your mind. So it kind of puts a little bit of fear in the back of your mind to, to move forward, to hire people, to, you know, work with people who uh, maybe, you know, they may not do it as well as you could do it on your own. But, um, you know, I guess maybe you don't even know until you try. You're just afraid to try. So I totally agree with that. So how do you overcome that type of situation, Brian?
1: You know, a lot of times, you know, we have to get into people's ego and why are things important? Why do they think they need to keep doing things? Um, sometimes just because they feel that they do it really well and and they're really great at it. Um, but we have to look at, how great companies got to where they are. And it wasn't from the founders holding on to all aspects of the business all the time. And just because you're really great at doing certain creative aspects of your business, doesn't mean that other people can't be better than you doing them as well. And that's the thing we've got to learn as, as business owners, as business leaders, how do I leverage all the talents around me? And yeah, you may be smart, but they're smarter people than you. So hire them, use them, take advantage of those of those folks. Not take advantage of them in a bad way, but you know, take advantage of all the positives they bring to you. Um, and that's if we can get past that ego piece and and past that fear, that fear of failure, that fear of you know somebody doing something wrong. Fear, we got to get past those two things of ego and fear. And, right. It takes a long time. That's not something we do in 30 minutes for sure.
0: Sure. Especially if you come from that kind of a background, I come from, uh, you know, old school Italian family who like you always did everything, you know, yourself. You never really had a whole lot of trust in bringing somebody else on to help you. And everything. my dad uh, was a business person for years until he finally decided that, you know, this isn't for me. I uh, you know, I'm 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 working all the time. I'm never with my family. Yeah. But that was that DIY mentality. That's why he was gone all the time. You know, and I see that with a lot of people that I know now. And I was just having a conversation with another gentleman. We we're talking about how, especially with younger people, and and we were this way probably ourselves when we were younger. It's like we kind of, you know, it's almost like a badge I'm still, of honor. I'm still younger. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me there. You are a young man. That's right. No. I'm not. Okay. But I can honestly tell you, <laughs> uh, I, I, I see a lot of people who like they, they, they were working, you know, 18 hours a day as a badge of honor. Uh, yes. I look at that as like, why, why are you doing that? How about yourself?
1: I, I saw that I was working for, it was one of those fortune 100 sort of companies. And I was, I remember sitting at a conference where people were flying in from their different offices around the world, and we got to the same conference, and all I, I was sitting at a table with them. All they talked about was how many emails they were able to get through on their 16-hour plane trip, and how many emails were waiting for them. And all I could think of is, are, are we selling emails? Is there some sort of money that we're making in, in the email world versus manufacturing? Um, and listening to how they talked about they're, you know, they're, they're, like you said, they're 18 hour work day. Like, Oh, let's look at me, how great I am. I'm being productive. And all I could think of is like, I would much rather work an efficient eight to 10 hour day and get a lot done than go through a thousand emails in 18 hours. That just doesn't seem good for anybody. No. So I, I, so many people, especially again, on the corporate side, really, Really, like you said, wear it as badge of honor, it, and it's it shouldn't be. It I would rather see the the home the business owner rather talk about how much time they spent with their their spouse and and how much time they got to you know go spend at a practice or they got to go coach a little league team or something like that. That's the badge of honor mm-hmm. that we should be striving for. Absolutely. Yeah, sometimes we got to bust our butts and and we put in a long day because it's necessary. You know whether it's I've got networking events throughout the day or, you know, we've got to make a bunch of sales calls or you know, whatever it is that you take to get your business going. There's these sprints that we do have to make, but that shouldn't become the norm for the entirety of our business.
0: Absolutely. I think, you know, we put so much emphasis on, you know, as far as success is concerned, on how much money we make. You know, and and obviously making a good living and uh, having a successful business that's profitable. I mean, that's all super important things. That's what we're kind of about with business breakthroughs. But at the end of the day, it's like at what cost? And I think when I interview, so when I interview a new client, you know, I always kind of walk away from somebody. I want to ask them, what is your goal? And they say, well, I want to make a lot of money you know, because really, I mean, that's not a really, I mean, that's a byproduct of the goal, I guess, or it gets a means to an end. But I like to talk to somebody who says, hey, you know what, I want to make a good living. I want to make some, I want to make a good living for the people who work for me. And I want to spend
1: more time with my family. And that, that to me is like honorable. Yeah. I talked to a guy yesterday, actually, we we're seeing if we we're going to be able to work together or not. And, his, his he wanted to he wanted to get out of the business in a few years he wants to exit um, and he wants to have enough money that he's he can provide for his family still his biggest concern though he, he said look I could sell it now I could have a little bit of money I could go do something else but I wouldn't be live leaving something for the employees that I have that have dedicated 10 years to me I want to make sure that the business is built so that they still have their roles they still have our, an ability to build wealth. Um, and that to me, I, you yeah, know, I said, look, th- let's work together, please. Cause I would love to, I'd love to help you on that journey. That's motivating for me. I love to hear those stories where people, they give a crap about something besides just themselves and I want to have a bunch of money.
0: Right. I love it. So that's I want to make a little pivot right here. Okay. So everything we talked about balance and everything and the DIY, uh, mentality and everything kind of leads to the, um, post that you put on LinkedIn this morning that I saw Mm -hmm. about how to become invisible. And when I saw that, I'm thinking how to become invisible. Like, okay, like I, you know, first don't get it, but as I listened to it a little bit more, it made a whole lot of sense when you're talking about being invisible to a homeowner or I'm sorry, to a business owner, Mm -hmm. basically, yeah. Um, Basically what you're saying is like, okay, you know, you need to build a business where you don't have to be there all the time. Where mm-hmm. you have the the systems, the processes, the people in place, so that you can walk away anytime and know that your business is going to be taken care of. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, and it, it I started that whole post with contrasting what I saw again in corporate America, which was the, this idea of you have to get yourself involved in every part of the business and seeing as you know I, I can't I can't let Brian go because he he knows all the passwords, all the accounts, and has all the keys, all the doors in the building. He's, he's intricate with everything we do. As a business owner, that doesn't help your value. It does nothing but increase your risk factors when you're trying to sell a business. So if you can, like you said, create systems, have the right people in place, develop your leadership team, um, make sure you've got, and this, we'll get into simple things like, if you have a contract in place with a client? or are you are based on a handshake? Um, those are the things that we've got to look at within a business so that you can pull yourself gradually away from it. It does wonders for your home life and your personal life, first off. But second, when you go to sell that business, you're selling a product that's just ready to go. You're not the guy that has, you're not pushing the rope, so to speak, the whole time. It's it, it can just be handled, handed off to anybody and they can run it.
0: Exactly. I, you know, working on the processes, processes in the, in the, in the system. I mean, that's what's really sellable. Uh, because to your point, if I build a business and I'm like the key player in that business and I want to sell it, I either have to go with the business in order to get the full for the buyer to get the full value of it out of it, Mm -hmm. or um, I have to, you know, devalue the business somewhat when I go to sell it because I'm not no longer involved.
1: Yeah. And and look, I'm a big fan. We we always work on systems and processes, but I I remind people, don't forget your managers and your leadership team because somebody's going to be running that business. And a lot of guys don't want to go in and buy a business and then they have to do 80 hour work weeks themselves as well. They want... They want the group of people that are, is, you know, they want who's leading the sales efforts, who's leading the accounting stuff, who's leading the, the operations, all those aspects of the business. People need to understand what the roles are and who's leading those aspects of, of, of that part of the business as
0: well. Right, right. Uh, I had a situation here recently with a client of mine. Um, I've been a client of mine for over 11 years, which is kind of unusual in my business but uh well you know we, not only was he a client but he became a really good friend and for years i kept telling him that we need to and i didn't use your words and make you invisible but in, in in essence that's what i was telling him is that we need to pull you out of the business so that you can enjoy your life you can do other things you can spend time with your children you can go on vacation because you have to be assured that when you're gone that the business still you know, is, 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 is running properly. unfortunately this client passed away and Mm -hmm. his brother who was a minority partner took over the business. And, um, the systems were all jacked up. I mean, he had to pretty much start over from scratch. Thankfully, he's a a really good worker. I mean, great time management guy. Uh, Understands, doesn't really understand, you know, the advertising world, the marketing world, all that well. He understands his product really well. But he's really open to the idea of, you know, let's build the systems, let's build the processes, let's get this thing going so that at some point in time, I can step away or I can sell this business and make it profitable. Yeah.
1: So, Uh, uh it's funny just to go off that you, you end up with some of these clients that like marketing would be a great area to talk about. A lot of people get into that, not because they're systems oriented, but because they're creative and they've got great ideas of, of how to market things. And they love that aspect of it. So they might not be the best people to implement those systems. You, you can talk about them, and we need to build systems and processes. Sometimes the answer is first find somebody either within your company or somebody you can bring in that will build those systems and processes. Because if you're great at that creative aspect of of what you're doing or, or the visionary aspect, you may not be the best implementer.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think that's really super important. And that's where a coach like yourself comes into play. Uh, the guy that uh, I'm referring to, I mean, he uh, he's, he's in the service industry. He knows that business back, like the back of his hand. I mm-hmm. can have a conversation with him and he immediately breaks into all of the specs and the, you know, all the products and the item numbers and the pricing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I have another client who's in the restaurant business, same thing. He's a chef. And he is just, I mean, an amazing chef who knows the background. end of the kitchen of a restaurant like the back of his hand but they both realize that that's where that's their forte that's what they can do well they need somebody to help them and that's where I kind of stepped in with them that's where you step in with your clients yeah can you give us a couple of examples of maybe some of the maybe some problems some of the uh, clients that you've had or a client that you've had in the past uh, that you've worked with uh, where you had a problem and then you came up with a solution and helped them to uh, find you know some great results
1: yeah, I think one of the biggest areas has been, uh, again, working with a, a client who's very creative. Um, she's been, she, and she's got a great team of, of very creative people on that team. And, but nobody, nobody there likes processes or anything. Um, I've, I've worked with her now for the last, we'll say nine months probably. And every week we're looking at what are the processes that they have got, and, and I'm, I'm also a, uh, big fan of streamlining processes this isn't about building processes that just to have them in place for no reason what are the core parts of your business that you're that you're dealing with what are the things that you actually need to do to make money too let's identify those things first and make sure that everybody understands the, the cycle your sales team understands what they're supposed to do and what's expected your your creative team understands it, your customer service team understands it so that you don't have to be holding their hands all the way through the cycle. It became really important because two years ago, she was an army of one. It was her doing everything. And she's gone from, you know, probably a quarter million dollar a year business to about 2 million a year business in two nice. years. Um, and, and so now she's bringing all these people on board and she's bringing them on without any anything in place you know she she didn't have the the little bumper guards in the in the bowling alley lanes in place for them so things were happening immediately and you know she was having to fire the first sales guy she brought in she was mm. uh struggling with some of the other new hires but again she didn't have any of the training in place she didn't have any of the, of the expectations she didn't have a crm system all the things that you'd kind of need to start building a business to take it to where she wants to take it which is even you know,
0: 10X, which is what it is today. Well, yeah, you know, that's, yeah, it's fantastic. So um, I think, you know, having the systems in place, we talked about just a little bit, just a second ago. I mean, that is so super important and everything. I think the main reason is just exactly what you said. So anybody could step into that position and Mm -hmm. still continue, because anytime that you, don't do that. And there's a lot of confusion. Then it causes confusion throughout the entire organization. I can remember uh, many, many years ago. I went to work for a video distributor. Um, that's going. We sold VHS. If you remember what that was, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, I I was a sales guy. I was a pretty successful sales guy. He stole me from another uh, company that I was working for. And um, the first week. Uh, of the job, he had me working in every department. I mean, I worked in accounting, I worked in shipping, yeah. I worked in, in receiving, uh, inbound calls, outbound calls. I made coffee. Uh, the only thing they kicked me out of the warehouse cause I really was terrible with a tape gun. But what it did was it, it gave me an understanding of what everybody's job was there. So when I needed, and I knew who they were. So if I needed mm-hmm. to talk to somebody about something, I knew where to go. And I knew the process processes because, um, you know, it, it was important when I was in the sales, when I was doing a sale, because I knew how long something would take and what mm-hmm. it took to get, you know, from point A to point B. And I, I just think that's super important. And I love what you said. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, look, at um, we're just about out of time. Uh, gosh, it went by really super fast. I'm sorry that, about that. But uh, if uh, our clients would like to get in contact with you or I'm sorry, our viewers would like to get in contact with you, how would they go about doing that?
1: Um my email is always a great way, Weaver at focalpointcoaching.com. Uh, my website is always a great way to get in contact with me. Uh, you can come knock on my door here if you want at the house. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. You can cut. I'm pretty approachable, actually. So it's,
0: Outstanding. Uh, Outstanding. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Sure to appreciate it, Brian Weaver. And that's our show for today. So thrilled you all to be with us. Uh, Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Digital. You can reach them at titandigital.com. And check out all of our other great hosts, uh, hosts on Small Business Delivered Network at smallbusinessdelivered.com. Thanks a lot for joining us. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.